Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to FPL Apprentices Season 2, Episode 27. We are back again. It's the morning of the deadline day of 20, Game Week 24. It's a Friday, and there's still lots of uncertainty. Chris, would you like to say hello? Hello, everyone. Hope you've had a good game week. Um, COVID strikes again this week, though, Tom. Yeah, of course. Couldn't, couldn't have a full game week with all the games. Um, two games called off in game week 23. No, sorry, game week 21. Tw- game week 22. Um, no, it was game week 23, wasn't it? Uh, game week 22, we've just done. We're going into game week 23 this week. Yeah, game week 22. Um, obviously, uh, Arsenal Spurs got called off, which is quite suspicious. Um, and then Burnley had another game called off against Leicester. Um, and someone didn't take his own advice and decided to make transfers early, which paid off to an extent. But, hey, Chris, would you like to say what happened? Yes, yeah, so last week me and Tom podded on the Friday morning as we're getting into a routine of doing. And, well, I thought me and Tom would be, would be pushed right to the deadline on our own teams and we might forget to, to change our FPL joint team or something like that. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to make the transfers early. So I decided to bring in uh, Madison because he had a good double against Burnley and Spurs. Yeah, he's going to pick up a decent amount of points there. And so I bring him in mainly because... Um, I just wanted, wanted to get it done. And as soon as I do that, I go on Twitter and uh, there's nothing on Twitter, right? And then a few minutes later, I go on Twitter again. And what happens? Burnley have submitted a request, a request to postpone the game. And then another 20 minutes later, the game's been postponed. And I'm I'm pretty pissed that time. But the, the, the transfer did actually pay off, uh, in my opinion. Seven points from Madison, eight points from Madison. Um, but also the... There wasn't that many good uh, midfield options. I think it was Madison or Rafinha. And I, I didn't even consider, neither of us really considered Rafinha last week. So I don't think the transfer was that bad in the end. Bagged us the eight points in what was a, an all right week for us. A slight uh, red arrow. Um, 55 points, no minus. Making sure we played Gallagher over Sissoko was key. That's one of those things in FPL where, where, that we were talking about on last week's episode, actually, is getting caught up in the double game week hype. And Sissoko had Newcastle and Burnley away and we were both, we were both thinking, oh yeah, it's a guaranteed five points or so for Sissoko. Um, of course, the Burnley game gets postponed midweek. He misses a, an absolutely sterling chance in the Newcastle game, gets a yellow card one point, while Gallagher bags the nine. So, police have made that decision. Ronaldo captain getting four. A little bit unfortunate. There was a lot of conflicting news last Friday about whether Ronaldo was going to play. So, if you did um, captain him, I think you've got to feel a little bit uh, hard done by there. Uh, but 55 points, it was an all right week, Tom. We move on. Yeah. Um, the Madison transfer wasn't as good as the one I made, though. Brought in the man, Ain't Nori. Did a bit of... Re- actually decided to do some research on the uh, Friday. We'd been talking about Wolves for a long time, then defensively. We sold Saar, which I, I still think was the wrong decision. And I thought, well, I've, I've been hyping up Wolves on the pod getting a Wolves defender. And Aitnori didn't keep the clean sheet, but he got two assists and three bonus for 11 points. So I, was, uh, I think that's that's one of my best transfers of the season, that's for sure. And he would have kept the clean sheet if it wasn't for a Ward-Prowse screamer on his free kick. But the man does love free kicks, to be fair. But yeah, no, I had a, I had a nice green arrow about a 60k green arrow, 63 points, no minus points. And... Um, and I would have captain Kane, but I got misled some information by some normally reliable source and uh, decided to captain King instead, which backfired. But no, I still have to the green arrow. So my team my team did quite well. And I did have Rafinha in my team as well, which I'm quite happy about. And Bowen missed a sitter as well. So that would have been another however many points. Probably about a seven-point swing. But yeah, no, big good score for me, good green arrow. Yeah, just to clarify what you were saying there, you said we should have kept Saar. Yes, we should have kept Saar, but you've brought an eight Nuri on your own team. We didn't make the eight Nuri transfer on our joint team, just to clarify that. But on the on the topic of Jose Saar, now he's by far the top scoring goalkeeper in the league this season by over 20 points, surprisingly enough or not. He's kept six clean sheets in his last nine games and Wolves, even all season, have only conceded two or more goals on two occasions, I believe. So, 
done extremely well defensively. We we, we have said that Wolves are very good options and getting rid of um, Saar was... It was a bit of a sideways move to De Gea, who has been picking up quite a lot of points still with all of the ridiculous saves he's been making. So um, it wasn't really that necessary of a transfer from us, but I think a lot of people are on De Gea and with Man United's fixtures, they're going to keep some clean sheets. So not too concerned there, but smart move from you, Tom. I thought Marcel was actually playing quite a lot of the games leading up to this. I think he played in the last three. Eight Nuri comes in, so good research from you. Uh, you got to be pleased with that. And it was only a Warprouse screamer which is not going to happen very often, that, that stopped you getting a 15 or 16 point. So very nice there. Um, but I think before we go into the review for 22, um, go more in depth into all of the games, I'll just quickly say what happened in my team. So I had a bit of a disaster class like Tom. I, I was the man who, who, who kind of hyped up the fact that Watford Burnley would definitely be on. And even though people were saying on Twitter, you know, oh, the game's more and more likely to get postponed. I was like, well, in a minute, they got all these COVID cases at least seven days ago. They should all be coming back into training. Now. Should all be able to play. And in three or four days, no Burnley player came back to training, apparently, which seems utterly ridiculous to me. And I find out a rule that the players are allowed two days worth of training before they're eligible to um, play in matches. So uh, I was a little bit annoyed to find that out. Anyway, Dennis got me the two-pointer, capped into four points. Um, that was very disappointing. And the, the, the main thing this week was um, Fernandez. really. He, he was the, the talk of the town on FPL this week. Massive haul, two goals in one game, two, two assists in the next game. And should have had another goal in the Brentford game right at the death. So I think it was a smart chance. I want to ask your opinions on him, Tom. But just just before that, I want to mention my captaincy in the last two weeks. So I captained Kane last week and Dennis this week. Now, that is a combined total of eight points in two games. My brother, on the other hand, who was sitting about 20 points behind me, captain Bowen and Fernandez, And there he has gained 80 points on me. He's gained 80 points on me from two captaincy decisions. So there you start to see the, the profound impact of um, captaincy choices. But Tom, what was your opinion on uh, Fernandez? Yeah, I, I rated the people that brought him. I didn't really consider him. I think if Ronaldo had definitely been out, like had been ruled out, I probably would have, would definitely would have thought about it because Fernandez is so good without Ronaldo. Um, I think long term though, I obviously keep Fernandez for this week, but I think he's a nice easy switch back to Salah, even with the fixtures Fernandez has. I think when Ronaldo is in, he's not gonna too much, even though it will get you assists probably. I mean, he does look good, but I think it was a great move if you brought him in, and it, even if you and if you captained him as well, fair play. But I would be um, I'd be holding him this week and probably moving him to Salah. He's a perfect placeholder. But yeah, no fair play if you uh, if you did bring in Fernandez, I rate that move a lot. Yeah, and he, he looks in the Brentford game. I didn't see the Villa game, but Brentford game playing ninety minutes. And the positions that he was taking up was class. When Ronaldo came off, Fernandez was like the centre forward in all the right positions, exactly where you want him to be. And um, I think if Ronaldo was was going to get injured for a month, there's there's a strong reason to to even jump on Bruno. Um, you know, in the future, you know, if this happens, in some case maybe Ronaldo gets overplayed in the Champions League and Bruno. Um, Bruno's going to be playing centre-forward or so. So I think now we know, well, certainly I know the the impact that he can have because I, I was I was still a bit sceptical of Bruno, even though Ronaldo could have been out. I was like, Bruno, I, it really didn't click in my mind that he would be a good option. I think I mentioned on last week's pod that I, I wasn't really that afraid of not, not having Bruno. Um, I, he just exploded into form when Ronaldo doesn't play. So big lesson for me there, but well done to all the captainists. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Fair play, to, fair play to them. And we did we did both have Kane, though. Obviously, if he had a double game, he would have been our captain for sure. And he might have had a... I reckon he would have got a 20-plus point haul. But 11 points in a cracking Spurs game. Um, and, a, yeah, Kane was a, was amazing in that game. Um, best player on the pitch. Looks very, very good. So that's promising as owners of him. And, yeah, nice double-digit return. For both of us, yeah, and 
I think this leads us on to to the review to game week uh, from game week twenty two because another premium option uh, that's been performing well recently played at twelve thirty last Saturday was Kevin De Bruyne. Now he picks up the goal and eleven points, a lovely goal by the way against Chelsea, um, and a big call. That's four goals and an assist in his last six games. He started each of the last six Premier League games. He's only been subbed off twice, and. He, he looks good. He really does look good. It took him a while. He had a few um, bench, uh, a few appearances off the bench before he played that Leeds game. Um, but now he really looks like he's getting right, right back to, to his top performances. So, Tom, what are your thoughts on him from an FPL perspective? Yeah, no, I definitely like him a lot. Um, it's good to see De Bruyne playing well. I think he's definitely a good option. They've got Southampton, Brentford and Norwich in the next three. Um, and I, I think Devon will. I think he'd start all those three. To be honest, maybe maybe be benched in in one of them, but we'll definitely start at the weekend. And I think he's one of the best captains options this weekend as well. Um, so yeah, no, I wouldn't be afraid to go for him, but he'll probably block you from having Salah getting Salah back if you do go for him. So it's a tough decision, but it was a nice goal against Chelsea, um, and it is good to see him playing well again. Yeah, and him and Bernardo Silva have started pretty much each of the last six games together, as well. Uh, which make it just it just makes me think about Gundogan. There's no way Gundogan goes for long spells without starting. I mean, you think in the past what what Pep's done with with especially the attackers. You know, Mars would have a stint where he didn't play at all, and then he plays like five games on the bounce. And the same with Sterling. Just makes me think at some point surely Gundogan's going to do the same, especially with Champions League coming back. Is Gundogan going to be used just in the Champions League, maybe? Um, but if De Bruyne is playing in those Champions League games, there's a very strong chance he gets benched in one of the games like Norwich at home. Champions League, by the way, does restart on the midweeks, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, um, 16th of Feb, which is in between game week 25 and 26, so just after the Norwich away game for City. But... I, I, if Salah wasn't coming back, I think there'd be a strong reason to get on this guy. I think he's just as good, if not better, than Fernandez right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. Um, thoughts on Bernardo Silva? Like I said last week, I would have, I would have sold him if I had him. Um, he's he's playing, but I I probably I would probably be selling him soon. But again, he's not a pro. Like so again, he's not a priority transfer. He's sort of a luxury move. But I'd probably shift him, possibly even to a Foden or a, or a Mares, maybe. But I, I would be getting off him. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I think it's just difficult with the with the fixtures coming up. There's a very decent chance that he's going to play. So getting off him is quite a tough ask for me. He's in my team currently, and there's no way I'm getting rid of him. I think he'll stay to 27. His stats haven't been as good. They've certainly dropped off, and only one return in the last six starts for him so not great not great but I think with those fixtures I'm just going to hold and I think a goal will come at some point it's really not ideal I think someone like a Foden's the the better option and even if you go up to a Sterling or even a Maris who's back from AFCON now that could could be a good shout as well um, but yeah I think Bernardo Silva if you've got him you just keep him for these fixtures why why but, did why did you get Bernardo Silva a Foden? Did you hop on the bandwagon or what? I got Bernardo Silva quite a while ago. Yeah, when um, he was hyped up, everyone. Or was it before? I got him in. He got, um, he got a 15-pointer away at Watford and I think I brought him in for that game or the game he got after. Yeah, well, fell in for the trap. The Bernardo Silva trap. Yeah, that is a frustrating player to have because he is a hard sell to an extent because obviously he's a city. Midfielder slash attacker, but yeah, I'd probably be moving him farther. Who's the best city attacker to have in FPL? Probably Foden. I think. I agree with the fixtures, um, and the well, the fixtures are the same for all of them. But with um, it looks like on the city forums that he's going to be playing against Southampton away, and even with Champions League. He's one of their first choice. Out of that front three, he's quite versatile as well. He can play at centre forward or on the left wing. So I think Foden's the best option with his price as well. Yeah. 
sure. Happy to own him, Tom. Who's Foden? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's pretty much City Chelsea round. I wasn't impressed by Lukaku, Tom. What do you make of that situation? Yeah, no, it's quite funny. He said he'd repay um, the Chelsea fans on the pitch, but he hasn't really done anything. So, yeah, I, I find it quite funny, to be honest. Glad to see him blanking. And a note on Chelsea. Now, we have been mentioning this and warning listeners about this in the last few weeks, but they are going to the Club World Cup in game week 24. So, they played Spurs at home this game week, game week 23. And they're jetting off the God knows where for, for a couple of weeks. But they're playing the Club World Cup. Now, that is game week 24 and 25. They then come back for game week 26 against Palace before a blank in 27 because they'll be playing the Carabao Cup final against Liverpool. Now, in game week 24, they were due to play Brighton. So, any Brighton players are going to blank in 24. In game week 25, I believe they were due Arsenal. to play Arsenal. Mm. So, Arsenal players are going to blank in that game, which is slightly more important than Brighton perhaps for... FPL managers and then game week 26 obviously it's going to be Chelsea and Liverpool missing out as well as the teams they were going to play so Chelsea, Liverpool, Leicester and Arsenal are all going to miss game week 27 that's the, going to be the first main blank of the season that we've been expecting and so if you're on the Chelsea player now is certainly the time to get red uh, with only two games to be played in the next five game weeks um, but I think we also need to prepare because especially that game at 27, we need to have a strategy in plan. Now, if you're going to have triple Liverpool and maybe you're still going to have Madison and an Arsenal player, that's five players in your team that aren't going to play in 27. Now, the fixtures in 27, I believe, are fairly good for other teams. So the free hit is on the table uh, in that game week. But it's really about your strategy. For my personal strategy right now, I'm looking at building a team for... Um, going it up to 26 and then maybe taking out a Salah and someone in 20, going into 27 so that I have a full team in 27 and then a wildcard probably in 28. By the by, the point which uh, Chelsea then have a very good run of fixtures until the end of the season. So I think wildcard in 28 is a good option for my team. Um, obviously it depends on your team but that's certainly the way I'm looking for our joint team. Um, we're, we'll probably try and do something similar. It's not guaranteed. And obviously, new double game mix and blank game mix are going to come up. So you've got to pay attention and do what best fits your team. But just have this, um, just be aware that 27 is going to be a major blank. Even though there's only going to be two matches not being played, there's some very big teams with some higher ownership players. So have a strategy going into that game week because those games are confirmed to be postponed. The Carabao Cup will be on that weekend. So have a plan. Yeah, realistically though, you should really only have Liverpool players because Chelsea blanked twice before and Arsenal do as well. So I think it, you should be able to get round 27. But yeah, make sure you plan for it. Um, Arsenal are going to have a lot of bloody double game weeks. I forgot that they, they've already missed a few with COVID. Um, they're blank, blanking two more as well. They're going to double quite a bit. You know? Yeah. Maybe someone so, like that was your wildcard keeper. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So they have four double game weeks um, lined up. And just to comment on your, your point about you're only going to have Liverpool players, Tom, well, I'm currently in Tierney, and Tierney is good for this week, Burnley at home, because Arsenal have got good fixtures at Burnley at home, Wolves away in 23-24, Blank in 25, and then in 26, they're Brentford at home, which again, is another decent home fixture. So I'm going to keep Tierney for 26 and I think it'll be the same for other people. And you've got to remember, if you've got three Liverpool players and you've got one or two bench players that are either guaranteed to get um, either two points or not play at all, then you still might be considering the free hit. So um, it is team-specific at the same time. But certainly, good point about Ramsdale, Tom. The fixtures are hard. Wolves, Liverpool, Spurs and Chelsea are their four double game week um, opponents. So very difficult, but, you know, We've seen what Arsenal can do at some points this season. So if they're on form, they're going to bag a few clean sheets, a few goals there. But yeah, Tom, what's your strategy if you've got one for that uh, gaming 27 blank? Well, I I think my plan is to wildcard in 31 and dead end my team into game week 30. That will be an even bigger blank game with, um, with probably only like 
four games on, possibly, I'd say. So I'll probably um, deaden my team then, get all the get players and that. Um, so I'll, I'll have to see. I'm not sure about 27. Maybe I'll free hit. Maybe I won't. Um, I haven't really thought about 27, but at the moment, I only have three players from that game, from the people that were blank in that game. So I'll have to see. But yeah, my, my plan is to wildcard in 31 and dead end the team in 30. Okay. And if we get news either this week or next week about the the postponements, also the the rescheduling of the Villa games, we're expecting Villa to have a double game week either this game week or next game week. Would you consider the wild card? Because you can load up on your Villa assets if you if you haven't already got two or three. Um, you can get into maybe double city defence if you don't already have it. You can get. Um, hold on, Chris. Hold on, hold on. Burnley, Burnley, Watford are doubling. It's just been announced. Sorry wow. to interrupt you, but no, I that is I'd... good news. That is really good news. The man Dennis is getting a double. I'm so, captain. I'm captain. Well, yeah, so as long as it gets moved to 23, which I'm certain it will, it's been moved to the FA Cup weekend, like we thought. Um, so, so Burnley, so Burnley and Watford both double, and I'm guessing Villa haven't announced it yet, but I'm guessing Villa will uh, in a minute. So yeah. So yeah, Watford have a double of Norwich and Burnley. What could go wrong, Chris? Like last week. <laughs> oh, it's, it's an even better double than they had um, this week. Um, what could go wrong? Captain for the captaincy there for for Dennis or King. Um, hard to ignore. We've got Sissoko who could play now. Norwich and Burnley. That's hard to ignore. Oh yeah. That well, new, news. News straight in the middle of the pod. You love to see it, Tom. That is good out, news. It was out thirty seconds ago. I'm I'm on it, bro. I'm uh, I'm hoping the Villa game gets uh gets put out soon as well. But yeah, no, that is that is good news. I'm so glad that it came during the pod as well. That's just what we wanted to see. Yeah. Um, but what were you saying before I interrupted you? <laughs> so I was saying, do you think that a wild card? Well, well, very conveniently, Tom. I was saying, um, if we get double gaming news for this week or next week, would you consider the wild card? Because you can load up on Villa assets. You can get triple City. With good fixtures, you can get Salah back in and obviously just bench him this week. Uh, there, there is there is positives of doing it, and I don't think it's too bad of a strategy myself. But I want to get your thoughts on it. It's hard for me to say because in the way my team is, I'd never wildcard. I, I think it's too early. I, I, there's possibly an argument to it, but if you wildcard now, you've got 15, 16 game weeks to uh, to go ahead. And I don't like. I never like using my second wild card early. So, unless your team's really, really bad, I'd try and hold back for as long as possible. Um, especially as games can still be called off by COVID, possibly. Um, there is so. the argument that you you have a wild card and the effects of it last longer because you play it in twenty four, let's say, and you've got fourteen, fifteen game weeks mm-hmm. with a wild card team instead of six, seven, eight if you play it later on in the season. But I think there's going to be more blanks there's going to be more doubles there's a lot of games to be rescheduled and so it seems a bit smarter to go with um to go with the slightly later wild card you've also got to consider bench boost you know if you wild card now your bench boost yeah. is probably not going to be very good and you're just going to have a lot more information three or four or five game weeks down the line so i'll probably hold off but there, there is a lot to gain because I think that if you triple up on Villa now, on the right three Villa players, and if you get triple up maybe Cancelo, Laporte, Foden, Salah, Trent, Jota, you know, that I think you can really, really pick up some ground, some decent differentials in there. Um, but I, I wouldn't go for it. I'd try and make it, just maybe take a minus four to get in a Villa player um, or two. Yeah, well, Villa, Villa's double game week hasn't been announced yet. It's only it's only Burnley and Watford at the moment, so you might not need a uh, hop on Villa, but I'm sure it will. I'm I'm sure Villa and Leeds will double, but we'll we'll have to see. But yeah, no, I think yeah, I think try and hold off as as much as possible. Um, I wouldn't use my wild card just to triple up on Villa. I think yeah, yeah I wouldn't. Okay, well, it would be it would be for more than that, but um. That is fine. Now I've I've been getting very into this Burnley uh, and Watford rescheduling business. I'm getting quite excited about it. Uh, it's exactly what I wanted to hear. To be honest, uh, I was only Same. really on. There's only really been talk 
that I've seen about Villa getting their game rescheduled with Leeds. Obviously, it hasn't happened just yet, but Burnley Watford are oh, that. That's just lovely. With you've got Dennis. Is, is there is there shouts go Dennis and King bringing bringing um <laughs> bringing one of of the one that you don't have? Possibly, yeah. Again, we've still got to wait to make sure it gets moved to 23 and not 24. Because obviously it is only a few days before. They will do that. Um, but yeah, it's a shame Chris Wood's not still at Burnley, Chris. I would have, uh, would have liked yeah, the Chris yeah. Wood double. But, I, but um, to be fair, like I was saying to you off, uh, off pod, you've got the likes of Matt, L- Matt Lowton now. They're going to have a lot of bloody doubles. Burnley now play who? What, Watford and... Arsenal. I mean, that's two clean sheets wrapped up right there for Lout. And with a, I know what he did last time. I had him on a double game week. He scored as well. So, I mean, it's good to see. I, I, I definitely think, um, I definitely think that that Villa will double. And apparently, it is going to be in twenty three as well. Um, but yeah, this is great, Chris. We've podded at the right time. We're getting live, uh, live information yeah. whilst we're podding. That's what we love to see. But yeah, uh, a, word, a word on Burnley though, Tom. Their yeah. fixtures still don't look very good at all. Arsenal, Watford. Oh, it's already been put up on the FPL page. So Arsenal and Watford this week, and then United, Liverpool, Brighton, and Palace away uh, before 28, and then 28 the fixtures really swing. So maybe after 28 if they're showing better form, but they only have one win uh, this season, and they didn't even keep a clean sheet in the win. So I, I, I'm not looking at Burnley until I see a significant improvement in performances. Oh wow, yeah. No, and also they've yeah, they've done that bloody quick, haven't they? It's updated on the FPL are on it today. Fancy Premier League, fair play. That is a first, five minutes after it gets announced. They must have known already, surely. There's no way they could have done it that quickly. That does mean that Burnley Watford is confirmed to be a game at twenty three fixture. So any Burnley or Watford players have got two fixtures this week and Watford playing Norwich. And Burnley, that is pretty much dreamy double gaming status, that. Guess what I've just realised? Foster's sitting on my bench. I can start him now. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I like to see. Forgot I had him. Do you know who's sitting on my bench? Probably like still, because you don't understand about two. Oh, no. Oh, no I do know. You've got Fabianski yeah. and Backman. <laughs> yeah. 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 And exactly I w- when I want to play Backman, he's. he's I w- you could dropped. still start him. You never know. Foster might, you know, get dropped. No, could be worth you starting just in case. What do you not think? No, no, I'm not going there. I've had enough. I've had enough <laughs> of Batman. He's not going to play guaranteed. Switch uh, but anyway, boss to them. <laughs> it's rather tempting, to be honest. It is rather tempting because it does. The reason why I brought in Fabianski in my team is because he rotated really nicely with um the Watford um keeper because. I would have home games every single week. I'd have, you know, Leeds followed by Watford, Newcastle, Brighton, Norwich. You know, it was just really good home fixtures all the time. And then Batman gets dropped. So, I, I mean, that is actually on the table for me. I, I, I can't deny it. I think you're someone that must overhypes home games. Leeds scored three at West Ham's home. So, but yeah, no, that is, it's very unfortunate. But it was always going to happen when the site from GK was always going to come back in. <laughs> I think he deserves that to be honest um, uh, what yeah what do you want to talk about next so yeah all this, all this excitement side track with the exciting news yeah uh, but if we can return back to the game at 23 um, game at 22 review I want to go through this quite quickly now so Norwich Everton there was one one person I wanted to mention from this game Benitez has been sacked Duncan Ferguson will come in and that oh, yeah. should have a big impact on your Everton attack. I'm not sure if Gray's going to say. I don't think Gray was in the team when Ferguson was last in charge. But we saw a big impact on Calvert-Lewin's performances. So watch out for Calvert-Lewin. But in this game, Norwich-Everton, Edar scores. And he's at 4.9 mil. Started each of the last three games. I'm not saying bring him in at all. Norwich's fixtures aren't amazing. But this man seems to carry a lot more goal threat than Timo Puki does. He doesn't have penalties. I understand that. But he really does seem to be carrying some better goal threat. When I see the highlights, he, he seems to be the one getting in better positions. It's reflected in some of the stats. And look, 20, 28 onwards, Brentford, Leeds, Brighton, Burnley. You know, it's not too bad. So I think as a, as a bench player, um, not, not a problem to have him at all. 
And Norwich have got one double game lined up at some point as well. Just one to keep an eye on because if he keeps on starting, he seems to be getting his confidence. And Norwich beating Everton is going to be a huge confidence booster for them. They're actually right on the edge of the relegation zone now, very close to, to escaping it. So they're going to be confident, um, I think, after this victory. Keep an eye yeah, on Adam yeah. 4.9 mil. Yeah, no, I love the man. I mean, I've used him in my career mode for a few years now, Um I like him a lot, and I was, I was glad to see him score. I definitely think he's a he's someone he's someone to watch. Um, I must say though, quickly, but also on a double game week hype, I do hope we don't come back in two weeks and thirteen days time, and Burnley still can't deal with thirteen <laughs> players. Yeah, <laughs> and it gets cooled off. Yeah, <laughs> that would no way. No that would be quite. I think there would be some investi- investigations going, um, going in on into Burnley there. They couldn't build in place still. <laughs> that would be quite funny though. Yeah, um, but I, I think definitely on the wild card we'll come to it later in the season when our wild card, which will probably be twenty eight, and I'm sure we'll be talking about Burnley because I think they they will start to improve their performances. I know their their squads. Really, really thin, uh, especially if Wood gone now as well. But I think they will gradually start to improve defensively. They've done it in the past. I think they've got the same players. They can do it again. And I think there certainly will be a call to bring in Burnley players later in the season. But for now, 100% don't go anywhere near them. I'm confident when I say that. Tom, you'll probably disagree. Maybe, yeah. I'm not going to bring anyone, any of them in. If Corne was there, I would definitely be considering having them in but with no wood either I think yeah stay away but I don't mind the punt if you want to do it be brave and uh, and tweet tweet um, tweet at me or, yeah. or DM us on Instagram <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be very proud okay so that does Norwich Everton I've already mentioned um, Wolves Wolves' defence which has been very good the goal for Jimenez I'm not I wouldn't go near um Wolves attack still. They're, they're very much a defensive team. I feel like they're going to they're gonna get a few goals uh, every now and again, but they hardly ever get more than two. This was one of the exceptions. And Saints actually played well in this game. They created a heck of a lot of chances. I think Saar made nine saves. Will Prowse getting yet another goal. He's full of confidence. Fixtures aren't great for Southampton, City, Spurs, United in the next three, but um, their, their fixtures certainly do improve from 27 on, onwards. Uh, Norwich, Villa, Watford, Burnley, Leeds. I mean, that's a nice run for them. And there could be could be calls to bring them in later in the season. But um, yeah, Southampton have been on a decent spell over Christmas. So, been quite impressed with them. We, we went and saw them on December the 5th, I believe it was, or around that time, uh, when they played Leicester. And, you know, the atmosphere was great there. I think at home, they're, they're certainly a good option. And we'll get on to the impact of their home fans when we come to captaincy later on. But moving on, we'll skip Villa United um, because we're going to talk about Villa later. Referring to their assets and United played another game against Brentford in midweek. Liverpool-Brentford, really not that much to say from a Brentford point of view. I wouldn't go there. Would you agree? (laughs) Yeah, probably not. Sadly not. Yeah, and Liverpool... Still wouldn't go there. Liverpool getting, um, obviously, Trent getting another assist, but everyone's got Trent. Jota Jota had two big chances, hits the post and misses a great one-on-one chance. He then goes and scores two goals in the Carabao Cup. It's quite typical, but um, I think if you're on Jota, decent. Um, He's got good fixtures coming up as well. But West Ham leads, Tom. Now, Bowen looked really threatening in this game as well. Had two chances from corners, had a massive chance right at the end where he should have bagged the goal. To, to draw things level three all. He didn't, but I think that the he's shown the potential. There's no reason to get ready even with a tougher game away at United in hand. But one person who didn't, hasn't been shown much goal threat, especially in this game, he was mainly an assist that kept coming out to that left wing. It was Mikel Antonio. Now, got the four-pointer because of the yellow card. He's got um, two goals in his last five. Ain't bad, but I'm not really convinced by right. him at all. Watford no. at home, Leicester away, Newcastle at home. They're good fixtures, so if you've got him, you'd be tough-assed to get rid of him. Um, yeah. Not overly convinced. I don't think you, you'll be expecting too many points from him. No, no, I know. He he looks like 
he's he's the winger on bones, the striker. To be honest, I mean, if you didn't know, if you didn't know West Ham at all, you would think that. Um, I'm pleased we don't own Antonio. It's very frustrating um, if you do have him though. But well, like, we've said it for weeks. We would have we sold Antonio ages ago, and we would have. So I think that's your own problem. And um, if you get what I mean, Chris Bowen uh, properly robbed us in that in that 90th minute. I mean, I was quite happy, but he robbed us. He did rob us. So I think I think you're a bit more annoyed. But I wanted Leeds to win, but he did rob us. We might have to report him. To be honest, um, he did get yeah. robbed. <laughs> Yeah, but it was a very poor finish from Burnley. He should have just headed it in simple goal. Um, but then that would have been Antonio to assist. So you know, um, I think I think you keep him with the fixtures. But I'm not. I, he's not. He's not playing anywhere near like he was at the start of the season. Bowen is the man from that West Ham team. Yeah, and another man, Jack Harrison. I mean, I got on this guy early. I got on him in game week one. Um, and he's scored four goals in his last two games. So, shame I didn't keep him. But he's looking good. I mean, it was a nice hat-trick from him. I, I do like Jack Harrison. I, I I don't think he's a player to hop on. I don't think he'll keep it up. But it's good to see him playing well. Rafinha as well. Hit the post with a free kick. Got an assist. That if Rodrigo, I think it was Rodrigo on the line, had moved out of the way. Moved his fat ass out of the way. And then we would have had another <laughs> Rafinha assist. It was um, his arm, by the way. His arm or whatever it was, but um, but yeah, no, very happy. Rafinha looks good, and Leeds scoring three away from home. It's like the Leeds of last season. I was getting flashbacks from last year. Um, but yeah, no, it's good to see. I'm very glad they they battered the Hammers. Well, not bad, yeah. but they battered their defence anyway. It was a very open game. West Ham defensively didn't look strong at all, and Rafinha was class. He really was great. In that game, I think Dan James should have scored a couple of goals as well. He's like signs on a couple of occasions. Yeah. Um, but he was working hard to be fair. He also got that front three working nicely. Um Rafinha, I think I think you meant to be pre pod as well, Tom. Bamford has has had a another issue in his rehabilitation. So he's gonna be a while on grout. So you're looking at Rodrigo probably start up front instead of James and then Rafinha and Harrison, I'd imagine. Um Harrison rotating with James, but I think with Rodrigo coming back again makes it better for, for Rafinha. I remember earlier in the season away at Newcastle, Rafinha got his free kick goal, like his he made a cross to Rodrigo who stepped over the ball and it went right in the, that far corner. So um yeah, I think the return of Rodrigo will benefit Rafinha. And the fixtures are decent for for Leeds. You know, Newcastle, if they play Villa in this double, it'll be Newcastle and Villa at home, two juicy home games. And that, that would be captaincy material for sure for Rafinha. Then Villa, Everton, United, Tottenham. Not a bad run until 27. So I think if he doubles this week, it's gonna, you're going to be hard pushed not to try and find a way to get him in. So um, interesting stats on Rafinha as well. He's had at least one big chance involvement in six of the last seven games. Also being on pens, I think the way that Leeds seem to be picking up now, it, it's time to hop on, especially if they get a double. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think, yeah, Rafinha for Rafinha's and I think he's still the only one to invest in though from Leeds. Um, but it'd be I the day Dan James gets taken out of that team, well, I'll be very happy. He, he's got to be one of the worst footballers I've ever seen play. One of the worst finishers. Finishers, um, he is awful. So yeah, I'll be very happy to see Rodrigo take his place. I have a quick question and for you. Say uh, Burnley were to sign Andy Carroll today, and he was, he was, he was like able to start this weekend. Obviously, it's a two-week break to his next game. Would you consider bringing him in? Say he was six mil on FPL. Um, Tom, the, the... <laughs> I can't really believe you just asked me that question. No, I wouldn't bring him in. Why? Um, I think I think you'd want to get him out. I've also mentioned Bernie's fixtures aren't great. He's clearly not capable of playing very often. He did score a worldie against Fulham, actually, which was or two worldies against Fulham. <laughs> but no, I, w- I wouldn't be going there. I would not be going there. But he's on form as well. He scored in his le- red in the- at the weekend as well. Again, <laughs> I don't know. I think if he did sign today, you would come back to regret that. Maybe, maybe, but no way am I going to Andy Carroll. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. 
Okay. So moving on to uh, tonight's game, Brighton versus Chelsea. I just want to mention Brighton's defence. So Webster and Dunk playing in the four at the back looked class. Played really well. Didn't concede that many chances to a lacklustre Chelsea side. But with Dunk coming back, Brighton's defence should strengthen somewhat more. And the fixtures are pretty decent for Brighton. Um, they've got a blank in 24 due to Chelsea going off the Club World Cup. But, and they've got Watford, Burnley, Villa, Newcastle in the four after that. So if you've got them, I think, Tom, you said you've got Sanchez. Uh, looking good for a few clean sheets with Dunk's return imminently. So uh, Brighton looking good. Lamptey, I think, missed one of the games in the double because of a... I'm not really sure, to be honest. But came out looked good against Chelsea. I would stay off Lamptey, though, because he just seems to miss too many games. Yeah. Get subbed yeah. off or subbed on. So stay away. But with Dunk coming back, I think Sanchez is a good option. Anything else you want to mention from that game, Tom? No, yeah, no, I don't think so. I mean, Trossard and Morpé were benched, so if you had them, unlucky. Yeah. And next game on a Wednesday, Leicester versus Spurs. It was a class game, really open from the start. Kane at the crossbar, had one cleared off the line, skied a one-on-one, still managed to get 11 points. He was really the man in this game. I did feel a bit robbed after the Arsenal game got postponed because he was my set captain. Same. Uh, and he would have got at least 13, like minimum 13 points over the double, so... That would have been a big point swing for me, unfortunately. Didn't happen. But Spurs looking good. And you saw their reaction when they won that game. It was massive. The passion was real from every single one of those players. They all look really into it. And I think that only bodes well for, for the future. Fixtures coming up for Spurs aren't amazing. Chelsea way. Saints at home is, is pretty decent. But I've already mentioned Saints seem to be playing fairly well at the moment. And then Wolves and City, to the two best defences in the league based on some metrics this season in 25-26. So it's quite a tough run for the Spurs, but I, I wouldn't back against them. I think their defence is, is going to get stronger. I know they conceded two in this game, but generally their defence is going to be strong. And Kane's really coming into his own. I mean, if his fixtures were good now, uh, I'd be he'd be really, really strongly rivaling Salah for captaincy every week. Yeah, yeah, he'd be the set and forget captain in my opinion um, I think what would you say don't worry Kyle. it's not really biased we've seen what you can do and I mean it was a great game Steven Bergwijn the hero I was very very happy he was great substitution from Conte and like you said you could see the passion from the Spurs players um, one thing to note is that if you're on a Spurs fullback they don't seem to last 90 very often um, and I would be a bit more, I'd be worried if you had Royale or if you had Reguilon, to be honest. Looks like Tottenham will be signing the right wing back. And Royale, I, I, I have a feeling Dotti could start. The only reason he won't, he might not start is because Royale is probably better defensively. Um, so he might keep his place, but I reckon he'll be dropped soon. And Reguilon, like we saw, he got subbed off early, which isn't necessarily a bad thing if they're on for the clean sheet, but. Yeah, I think in the easier games, I could possibly see Sesson Young starting. Um, not 100%. Uh, and I, would, I wouldn't I would be selling Reguilon straight away because they have got Saints and Wolves and that's two good fixtures coming up. But just be warned that he um, he, he could be on the bench for like Sesson Young there and Conte loves subbing them early. Yeah. I think understandably because of the role they play is very up and down. Um, but yeah, I, I, if I had Reguilon... I would certainly keep for these fixtures. And you've got to remember, Spurs are a, a team on form six wins in the first nine, nine games, I believe. Yeah. And they yeah. haven't lost at all as well, I believe, in the Premier League. And they do play in game at 27 when we have the blank. So could you keep your players, keep, could you keep a regular on for that? Certainly. So um, very impressed by Spurs. They're looking very good. They're going to be a tough ask to beat for any team at the moment. And... Well, moving on to the final game. So, on Brentford United, I said I quickly mentioned this. De Gea getting so many saves. It's honestly a joke. Some of them he gets. To be fair, some of them are brilliant. Some of them are just, he just laps up these easy saves. It's so frustrating to watch as a non-owner. Points to mention from this game. I already mentioned Fernandez looking very good, very free. Very Looks like he's got his mojo back. And that's great for him and United. And an FPL asset that we spoke about earlier could be there especially if Ronaldo gets injured, definitely, on the cards. But oh, interesting players, Anthony Alanga, now he got 
his second start and a full 90 minutes in this game, got a goal. Good fixtures coming up to him at 4.8 mil. I think, I wouldn't go there yet, but he's one to keep an eye on. Very interesting. Seems to be favoured over um, <laughs> over the other wingers, Jaden Sancho, namely, at the moment. And even with Rashford coming back, I mean, this man's in form, so I can see him keeping his, his place. And apparently Rangnick has wanted to bring him into the team since he got to United. So, interesting asset at 4.8 mil. Rashford gets the goal, wouldn't be interested. Greenwood gets the goal, wouldn't be interested. Too much rotations could happen there, especially with Champions League. Defensively, De Gea is a half-decent option with the amount of saves he makes. Otherwise, I wouldn't go for any other United defender. Yeah. Remember what I said about Dennis on the pod for pre-season? No, about well, Sancho, sorry, on the pod pre-season. You called it? Yeah, I said he'd flop. Um, also, Villa are not going to double this game. That is the only double. Brent and Burnley. I don't know why. I don't know why, but they're not going to double. Has the game been rescheduled? No. But they've but they've come out and said that it's the only one that's going to be played twice in game week twenty three. Okay. All right. Interesting stuff. Well, Tom, that's all the games done from the last game week. Um, I quickly run us through prediction game results now. It has been a while since we've talked about this. So, in for the last three uh, game weeks worth of predictions, um, I've added up all of the all of the results, and it's been quite equal. 13 over the last um, well, two game weeks, Tom, for you. 13 for me, 15 for Guest, which puts Guest on 127 points, 114 for me, 104 for you. Um, three points for a correct scoreline, one point for a correct result, zero points for an incorrect result. Yeah, not too much change on that front, Tom. No, no. As long as you've uh, you added them up, right, that's fine. Yep. <laughs> I'm actually so I don't mind. Okay. Well, I think it's time to move on to our team for game week. Well, I'd, I want to do this first, actually, because there's a couple of players I want to discuss. We've already mentioned Rafinha. He, he's on our watch list for sure, um, due to stats I mentioned earlier, and Lee's just seemed to be picking up slightly. But our main transfer this week that we were looking at before the pod was going Diop, who's likely to get dropped for Zuma now. Zuma should be back. Diop going to Dine. Now, it is an interesting, you know, Aston Villa are um, very much a focus of a lot of people's transfer plans at the moment. And we we just want to say, Dine, we prefer him over cash for a variety of reasons. Um, he looked very threatening in the game against United. Two second for shots in the box, chances created. Touches in the final third, had more touches than Cash in the final third. He's also on set pieces, so that's that advantage over Cash. Just slightly more advanced as well, I think. Um, Gerard's going to let him be free, and he's going to really, really flourish in that role. So Dine is is um, is our trans one of our transfer targets. Due to this news about Aston Villa not doubling, we'll have to rethink it, and we'll post our team on Instagram later. Um, but Dini will still be on our watch list. Villa only keeping two clean sheets in the last nine since Gerald's come in, but they have had some tough fixtures. You know, they played United, they played Liverpool, they played C, they played Chelsea. Um, so not easy fixtures at all, and you can understand why they haven't kept the clean sheets, but they've got a run now where they can. So um, certainly Dini and will still be in our transfer thoughts, Tom. Yeah, we definitely won't be bringing him in this week, though, but it will be definitely be someone uh, for the future, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll have to have a think of pod about what we do with Watford. Um, but we'll, like Chris said, we'll post our team on Instagram. Um, and captaincy will be on. Well, again, we'll we'll post that because we went up. We we might make transfers, so we'll uh, decide that later. Um, differential, Chris. Yeah. So my differential this week is it's, it's a my bit turn of a... first. It's my turn first. I'm not letting Off you get you in there. Well, so I I had I had three written down, you know, this week. Um, but I I realised that Ben Foster's over ten percent, so I can't use him now. <laughs> we used you used King last week, which is a bit of a pain. Dennis is also over. So the first man I wrote down was Firmino, but I've decided to backtrack on that, and I'm going to go for the man in form, Jack Harrison. Take a little punt on him. 
had him at the start of the season. I want to back him. Um, I, I'd also like to say I've cleared the 100-point mark as well. And you, you've you only just cleared the 50-point a couple of games ago. So, I'm winning by quite a bit. But, yeah, I thought I'd take a punt on Jack Harrison. Um, if Andy Carroll was at Burnley, I would have been going him. But, yeah, Jack Harrison's the man for me. Okay. okay. Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, they're not going to double. But Newcastle at home is a very nice fixture, for sure. Yeah. For me, it's a risk. Look, I appreciate the risk. I, I keep seem to keep doing this to myself, but I think he's going to start. I think Oxley Chamberlain picked up a knock, and so probably won't be playing. So it's going to be Minamino for me. Tom Origi is oh also good. now. I think Liverpool will line up with Jota, Firmino, and Minamino, and I'm backing Minamino to do well. Zero point one percent owned. He's crap. And I think this is. This is his last chance to, to do well before Salah and Mane come back. So, Minamino for me. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't go for Mino over Minamino. Nah, Minamino, all the way. He is, he is not getting any more than one goal tops. And I can't even see. Maybe he'll get you an own goal. Um, But yeah, <laughs> we'll see. I'm, see I'm, not, I'm not scared of that, that's for sure. I, lie, <laughs> I invite those type of picks. Thank you very much. All right. That's fine by me, Tom. That's fine by me. Prediction game? Yes, prediction game is. We've also got Burnley and Watford to do, which I'm going to predict right now. Oh, but... yeah. I forgot about that. So, first game. Friday night kick. Remember, a deadline 6.30. Today, Friday the 21st of January. Watford versus Norwich on Sky Sports. What are you going for, Tom? I'm going for 1-1. I'm back in the Watford winner. I'm back in Dennis the back. I'm back in King to probably get an assist to near Watford. Yeah, I can see that easily. I don't I don't really know. I went one one, but Norwich just beat Everton, so they might have a confidence boost. Yeah. Now interestingly, Tom, because this double is by is by itself, there's a lot to gain psychologically from having or captaining a Watford player. Now, even if they blank on don't do very well against Norwich. They're gonna have Burnley away, yeah, which yeah. is a week and a half <laughs> after the 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 previously scheduled last game of the game, which is Chelsea Spurs. Now, if nobody has a Watford player, or practically no one has a Burnley player, if no one's got a Dennis or a King, then they're gonna be going into this game week where they know they're gonna lose ground. But if you've got a Dennis or a King and you're even captaining them, psychologically, I feel like you're putting a big advantage going into that. And I know it, it's more of a Almost kind of a superstitious thing. You, you like you feel like you're gaining ground, even though you're uh, you're technically not. It's just because they're playing the game later in the in the game week. But I think psychologically, there's a lot to gain from that because you're going to go into that game full of anticipation. You know that if you captain Dennis or King, whatever happens practically, you're going to go up the ranks. So that will be like that will almost act as an incentive. It's like a fun way to play for me, and I think the fixtures are just so good. Burnley haven't played much at all recently. That I'll be very tempted to to captain Dennis because you just you just know you're gonna you're gonna go up the ranks even if it's just by 10, 20k. You just know you're going up if you captain them. Yeah, not necessarily, but probably. Um, but yeah, no. If you don't have a Burnley or a Watford player, it's gonna be a bloody long game week for you. That's for sure. Especially <laughs> if, if you're on a red arrow at Sunday night, you're uh, and you don't have a Burnley a Watford player. Sorry. Yeah. You're in a bit. You're in a bit of a trouble, and that will be a long, long odd game week. I hate game weeks like this, but I do have two Watford players. I'm not complaining. Next game. Everton versus Burnley. Everton versus Burnley. Oh yeah. No, Everton versus Burnley. Are you sure? Villa. Sorry. Villa. Two-one Villa. Yeah, I've. Oh, two-one Villa. Okay. Yeah, two-one Villa. I mean, about winning this song 2-0. Who? Villa. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, you're not backing Calvert-Lewin to score on his second debut under Duncan? I'm backing Villa to win. I originally wrote Everton versus Burnley for some reason, so my my guess was 2-1 Everton, but then I realised it was Villa. Change my mind. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Next game, Brentford versus Wolves. Brentford versus Wolves, nil nil. Whacking uh, Wolves to win this one, two nil. I think they're on form. Yep, 
No, fair enough. Brentford are at home. That's the only Fair enough. Leeds versus Newcastle. 3 2 Leeds. <sighs> no way. No way. 1 1. 1 1. Have these predictions written down. That's what I'm back. Yep. All right. United versus West Ham. 1 1. Yeah, I think it'll be low scoring. Uh, I'm also going to go with you, Tom. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm going. To, sorry, I've gone two one United. Close game though for sure. You know, should be returning. Yeah. Oh. Southampton versus Man City. One nil C. Fair enough. I'm going with two nil C. It's going to be hard for them to score too many goals against the Saints. We've mentioned their home record is good, and the home atmosphere is cracking as well. Really, really good. So, um, I think that does have an effect on the players. And you've seen that they've only conceded two or more goals in two games at home this season. So City will struggle. Um, but I think they'll come with a 2-0 victory. Arsenal versus Burnley if it goes red, Tom. Of course, it is going. It's going out. Arsenal versus Burnley. Um, oh, yeah, 2-0 Arsenal. Yeah. It's got to be a comfortable win for Arsenal, I think. Burnley players are just coming back. And, well, a load of their squad's coming back, apparently. Um, yeah. So, yeah, comfortable. For Arsenal. Next game, Palace versus Liverpool. Um, 2 0 Liverpool. I've gone with 2 1 Liverpool. Minamino. <laughs> no. I don't. I think, I think Jota will score in this game. I'm calling it now. Yeah, fair enough. All right, Leicester versus Brighton. 2 uh, 1 Leicester. I think it's time for another Madison goal. 2-0. Okay. Interestingly, Tom Barnes did come on. I think um, Inacho will still be away with Nigeria because they're on fire at the moment. And Vardy's injured, so Daka should play. Um, but Barnes did come on and make an impact up front. Um, how do you think that situation's going to develop? Do you think Barnes is going to become first choice again on the left wing, maybe? Hopefully. I don't know, though. I wonder what country Dakar actually plays for because we couldn't figure it out and he didn't go to Afton, So uh, It's because he was injured, but oh. uh, he's Zambian. I don't know if Zambia even made it. Uh, I don't know. Probably. So, yeah. Anyway, next game, Tom. Uh, Chelsea versus Spurs. Oh, yeah. 1-1. One, one. Okay. I'm going with 2-1 to Spurs. I'm back nice. in the spots to win. It's going to be a tight game then. Yeah. Nice one. And to finish this off, Burnley versus Watford, the only double gaming fixture. 2-1 Watford. I've gone for exactly the same yet. 2-1. Oh, you think Burnley will score now, do you? No, yeah, probably. Oh, you right. Think, think, I think that Watford will keep two clean sheets in a row. Well, why wouldn't they? You're the one that uh, consider um, bringing in Foster. Yeah, I want to get your opinion, Tom. I could bring in Foster and um, King because that works perfectly for my plan with the goalkeepers. And also, I think... Um, who, who are you taking out, though? Um, back no, no. I'm not sure. Kane or Watkins? Kane or Watkins? No way. <laughs> this, yeah, it, this gives me a... the money. it gives me the money to go up to Salah easily, so... This is a man take, not taking his own advice again about not overhyping the double game. Which your choice, but I wouldn't. Uh, I would. I would. I wouldn't be against bringing in Foster, but no, I wouldn't do the other chance. Um. Well, we come to the end, and we're gonna probably hit an hour again. Cause we've been we've been good with our time. We did the same last week as well. We hit just on an hour. It's been a very enjoyable pod, and it made it even better with the uh, double game. It's getting announced whilst we're podding. Yeah, no, I've enjoyed it. Um, I'm not sure what the plan is for over this winter break. We we may possibly have a special episode with Alfie, but look out for that. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be a long game week. But I'm hyped. Are you hyped? I'm I'm excited for for a Dennis Hall away at Burnley. It's coming playing points. Yeah, let's hope so. Um, but yeah, no, I'm definitely looking forward to this one. Um, but yeah, we'll post our team. Make sure to check it out and uh, have a good game week, everyone. Good luck, everyone. See you next week.